Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, a podcast about video games and the people who play video games. My name is Dan Allen. I am a person who plays video games. I am your moderator today. I'm joined by Kyle Melville. Yeah, boy. Roger Ria. Bowser's Bay. <laughs> Nicholas Cartier. Hi, my name is Nick, and I also like to play video games. And I'm here because video games changed my life. How are you doing today, Cartier? Specifically just you. I'd like to say I'm doing... (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't go the whole podcast. (laughs) Me neither. I'm doing doing pretty hard. I'm quickly transitioning. Cartier, quickly transitioning. I I guess... I'm pretty high, I guess. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Happy October, fellas, is what I gotta say. Like the whole October? Mm-hmm. Did like, I say it's Sunday, October 7th? No. no 2018. <laughs> yeah, happy whole um, October ween. Whole October ween. I got a new icebreaker this week. Because I'm going to have a new Halloween October icebreaker. All month long. Halloween. We're going to have a podcast. Uh... This week, I want to specifically... I know everyone's always got an answer for this, unless this triggers like a really sad answer where it's like, I never had a Halloween, which is real. I don't want that. So make it up if that's your story, guys. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm thinking about like... I've been thinking a lot about costumes this year, and how I always still want to like dress up in general. Um, and like a lot of people have really great like adult costumes, and like, like actually have money for costumes, you know, but like... Uh, like, children's costumes, as a child, being dressed in ridiculous things, usually, like, sometimes handmade, and just, like, weird, I feel like people are weirder things before they have as much a say in it, you know, when you're, like, ten, like, eight, a one-year-old pumpkin we were talking about before this podcast started. Pretty much, I just want to know, favorite thing you were as a child, I don't care, whoever has a, an idea off the top of their head, but... Oh, I mean, I can go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give a short one and then a better one. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready for any childhood yeah, Halloween costume. Uh, the, the happiest I've ever been in Halloween was the year I was the White Ranger. Oh, uh, sick. That was definitely, like, my best <laughs> Halloween, I think, as a kid, because I was into it. I do remember kids being Power Rangers. It was always sick. Yeah. Yeah, you had, like, a sick ninja. Oh, yeah, my little sister was a Pink Ranger, and it just worked out for us. It was great. You uh, both... Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, but realistically, I can <laughs> I, tell you what I, uh, stunned me. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you what my actual favorite Halloween costume was, which I guess isn't totally childhood. Because okay. I was sixteen. Count it. Oh, uh, Seventeen and under. But I'm not gonna go into where it was at. But I used to work at a place uh, that did like an overnight thing, uh-huh. uh, where it was midnight to six a.m. Uh, and I was like, I'm in this year. Like I'm going for it. Uh, and let me tell you, I managed that at the time, mm-hmm. uh, which was totally illegal. Not important though. Yeah. What it, what is important is is uh, I started with one costume and it basically broke yeah. and ended with a better costume because of it. What did you start? Uh, I went as a I went as a gargoyle, okay. but I went and got my entire body painted. Okay, like from head <laughs> like from head to toe. Uh, from head to toe, uh, was, was spray painted, not spray, like, like, uh, what is it called? Airbrush. Uh, got this really expensive, like, mask that, like, moved with everything, Mm -hmm. but the mask has a, has a break on, like, the cheeks, and obviously, like, the eyes, so that's covered with, uh, either the, the spray or, like, makeup, right? Yeah. 
And I bought these awesome, like, red and yellow cat eye contacts that took me six hours to get in. Because I have beady little eyes. Uh, <laughs> I can't touch my eyes with my fingers. Neither can I. Me too. I couldn't do it. Yeah, As yeah. I look at everyone at this table has glasses on, yeah. uh, yes. Dad, we understand. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle does contacts? I can do it. Yeah. do it? Yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm all right. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I just don't wear them because it's too much. I wake up too early. My, my in the eyes morning. only open up this much. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Beady little eyes, dude. I'm, I, I'm with you. This, this is me right. stressing to have my eyes open yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm pushing. This is as wide the as they go. Like this is. It's not a uh, what did you transform into? Well, this is the thing, yeah. uh, man. Like, clothes don't transform. Long, long story short, <laughs> the mask started peeling. Uh, I want to know. It was hilarious because uh, I was a big kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in pretty decent shape. Uh, Huge the reason, dick. Uh, yeah. Dick <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna mention it, yeah. but uh, no. Um, but but no, like, I was it. so I'm in a wife beater. It's uh, a gargoyle. A gargoyle. Oh, was it painted gray? Because it, no, because I was painted gray, and the wife beater was winning, wouldn't mess up the costume. Okay. Uh, sure. That said, like it's hot, and like it, we, our air conditioning broke, and it wasn't great. So I took off the mask. Uh, but what ended up happening is because I had the other makeup on there, mm-hmm. I came out with like a Joker face with the red eye contacts, and it looked better than my actual costume nice. did. Nice. And I was like, ah. Oh, you Great, deranged Joker yeah. for the rest of the night. Yo, dude, it was nice. amazing. Uh, but so yeah, that's my that's my Halloween. Nice, that's awesome. Sixteen years old is like the cusp of your beginning to make real Halloween decisions. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like fourteen. I don't know. But, uh, anyone else got a good childhood? Fucking, I got one. I wouldn't say I was a child, but I, I was a zebra one time. You're a zebra. Yeah, <laughs> man. Were you over the age of eighteen? Is probably. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. That's classic. Yeah. <laughs> completely naked. Oh. Yeah. In the wild. Yeah, completely Just naked. Just prancing around. Pa- painted with white Pit- stripes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good time. I got a, uh, a butt plug tail. Just, yeah. Classic. Yeah. You know there's a name for that. Sorry. Right. It's butt plug tail. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, to transition away from that, uh, <laughs> I was actually never a zebra. Uh, I remember... This was yesterday. One mm-hmm. sick one. You guys might remember this. Cartier, we went to elementary school together for mm-hmm. a time, so you will probably remember this, hopefully, because I was it twice. And that's because when you work hard to make a fucking costume, <laughs> sometimes you wear it two years in a row. I think one of those years I only wore it for school and was something else mm-hmm. that you couldn't be, like, with a mask or something in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was probably, like, fourth grade. I remember my dad making... I think it started with, like, scrubs. Like me- like nurse scrubs or like medical scrubs or like something like that, but uh, it was pretty much like taking tears of this white fabric and he like made him a full mummy costume for me with gloves with like a mask where you could barely like see the eyes and uh, I was like the mummy and at the time I was being forced to fourth grade definitely I was being forced to watch really old horror movies because mm. I wanted to watch horror movies and I wasn't allowed to. To, like pick them yet I mm. like was forced to watch classics which I commend that's my mom too mm. I commend my mom for that she's like yes you can eventually watch horror like once I make you watch the classics of horror like that's a, it's not it's a good lesson but it's not even that great a lesson it's just like you have to watch the horror movies I grew up with and mm. I remember when I eventually got to the first ones I picked were like Cujo uh, and Poltergeist and that's why I have like a mm. deep love for like the <laughs> Those movies, I think, Pet Cemetery all that time. But moral of the story is, I definitely had been forced to watch a bunch of black and white things that are very slow. 
I remember, like, has anyone seen Creature from the Black Lagoon? Yeah. What a, like, weird (laughs) fucking movie Creature from the Black Lagoon is. Like, uh, my memory stops with them going, it's been, like, over ten years, but once they get to his lair, (laughs) going underwater somewhere, like, the boat can't get there, it's like, he steals that girl, and just, like, his lair, I'm like, this is a weird movie, because it's real slow, Uh, like, a lot of those old black and white horror ones are, like, they really take their time, but, uh. It's definitely why I ended up being the mummy. Why I was down to be the mummy. I feel like everyone was probably like Dracula one year. Like that's a classic. Too. When you had asked earlier, like what the, you know, what the earliest one I can remember is, I think it was like four or five, and I was Dracula. Yeah, yeah, everyone was Dracula. So good. It's I mean, it's a good costume. It's a classic horror thing. Uh, Those are pumpkin ones. Were you one year old? That's probably. Yeah, we were all one year old pumpkins for sure. I definitely wore that fucking. That thing two years in a row. Yeah. And one year I was real hot. I was two years in a row. And then I was like a clown, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clown. Also, younger than that, I remember my dad, uh, my dad made that costume. My dad made, like, all the costumes that were made for me. I remember being, I think it was like kindergarten, it's real young, but he made little kid me a robot outfit. And it was like, you know when you're at the end of duct tape, like those rolls, or like industrial rolls, I think like those painted silver were like up and down my arms. And like, I was one big box uh, Robox. Anyways, yeah, no, but that, like, robot costume was sick. I remember being a bunch of different parts, and, like, I can't, I don't want to break this. It was great. I was a big old robot. That's, that's a weird one. Badass. I love that one, too. Yeah, that's, like, legit. I don't think it's preschool, like, it's kindergarten. You need to make Phoenix a robot costume. Dude. Ah, uh, he's being a Ninja, Ninja Turtle this year. I'm just saying, oh. wait, we should eventually make him a robot costume. We oh, got enough yeah. boxes at work, dude. That would be sweet. Use like the air duct stuff mm-hmm. for like for the arms. He would, he would be a good robot. Yeah, he would be. Nah, mostly throughout my childhood, I remember I was um a couple years in a row. I was like a like a sick Red Ranger. And dude, Power Rangers were yeah. big when we were, we were all mm-hmm. like kids in the nineties. Power Rangers were so big. I don't know if I was a Power Ranger, but I was big into the Power Rangers, so I can't say for sure if I was. But I'm an, I feel I like I probably was. My uh, my mom my mom always brings up that uh, she said it was um what four years in a row I was Batman. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you were different representations of Batman because Batman's warrior. Yeah, but no, nah, I think uh my favorite costume I've been is like the Wilfred costume. Oh yeah, yeah. Being Wilfred That's, for Halloween. I remember the Joker big, one in high school. The Joker one for high school. Oh, was that good. was that was good. Ass. I put I put effort into that one. Yeah, dude. He like dyed his hair and like everything. my hair was green. I had like his hair was green. Dope makeup on. Yeah, his makeup was real. Was like on par, dude. Yeah, that's like our generation's Joker too. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, well, yeah, because I, like I, I had like the long hair, so it was just like green, just like all messy and shit, just yeah. like greasy. You did make a good Joker. I seen those pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but no, I do, I do like the Wilford costume. That adult, see, that's that adult purchase. You're like, I'm gonna be Wilford. Well, my real adult purchase one day is gonna be the stuff needed to be Dark Side Obi Wan Kenobi, <laughs> <laughs> because that that would be a fire costume. My dad would always go as, uh, I mean, that triggered this, my dad would always go as Tim, or not Tim, uh, Al from Tool Time. That's funny. Because he had the, the goatee, mm-hmm. and it's like, what, do you have a, a tool belt and a flannel shirt? Like, I'm dressed up too. My easy one is going to be, all you have to do is buy, once you're old enough for this to work, all you have to do is buy that brown robe and you can be old Ben Kenobi if you just dedicate yourself to becoming gray and get that beard. And keep that hair short. And yeah, it's hard sometimes, but like, if you want to be old Ben Kenobi, 
every year with your child. Let's make this happen. I could not imagine you with short hair. Yeah. I know that you supposedly uh, rocked it at one point, but yeah, like, did. I remember on the DC trip. Is that hair. fifth or eighth grade? That was fifth. Or was fifth Mackinac? Maybe yeah. eighth grade. Yeah, fifth, uh, I think fifth. fifth was Mackinac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it was eighth grade. It was eighth grade. I think you had short I, hair in eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I grew the hair out probably from that moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's definitely it. Classic. And then I shaved it maybe junior year too. Uh, oh God, I had one more weird Halloween thing that was triggered. I don't know, but cool costumes. I think this is what you triggered, Kurt, you. The other day I was thinking about what I'm going to make my child be into. <laughs> when he's real young, mm-hmm. and you like, if you like watching, like, you don't have to have him watch Disney movies, you know what I mean? Like, I definitely grew up with like Disney movies and stuff like that. But, I think like, every of Disney movies. Exactly. Uh, but all the things where it's like, I don't know if, not even just, I don't know if I want my child seeing that, but like when you're building a child's morals, I thought about what am I okay with the morals of, and I also passionately love... And that kind of did, like deducts things from both those categories when you have to, like, like, what do I really love? And I landed on, well, Ninja Turtles, without a doubt, will be fine. Like, there's enough old and new Ninja Turtles <laughs> we can survive on showing that kid Ninja Turtles. I saw a kid smell a piece of pizza today, and I thought about the Ninja Turtles. I'm just saying. Because who else smells pizza? You know what I mean? Who takes a big sniff of pizza? Is that you? Yeah. All, like, every a com- time. A comedic smell of pizza. I don't. It's not comedic. It's for just so you know. I do not. Do you? uh, Do you not? I do not. Well, I guess we can smoothly sail through corrections then. Now after that pizza comment, what do you have to correct, good sir? Yep, it's coming. It's coming. Is it coming? Is it coming? What? Big thanks to Harley and Kenny Wooten. Uh, they wrote Smooth Sail, helping us smoothly sail through corrections each week. Thank you, Harley and Kenny Wooten, the whole Wooten family. You can purchase their music at, uh, Amazon. I'm sure Googling it will also help you <laughs> give them money, which I recommend. Have you guys ever heard the full song? Never. I'm kind of wondering if I'm being I thought forced this was to the right full now. Song. This is, yeah. I was like, I felt Roger staring at me the whole time that I was getting ready to do corrections. Now we can really do corrections. Okay. Right? okay. I was like, geez, man. What is this lead up? Some yeah. dead space. Is this for comedy? Anyways, here they come. Recording. Yeah. 
notes. And that is corrections. Those are some good corrections. That's pretty good. It's time for the longest running weekly episodic <sighs> segment. So oh, there were no corrections. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, there's no no corrections. <laughs> yeah. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. It's, it's two minutes of my life. I'm never gonna get back. I think it's yeah, two twenty. <laughs> the longest running <laughs> weekly episode. <laughs> Segment in Great Lakes okay, Gaming right. podcast history is corrections. Probably we probably hit corrections <laughs> every week, even when we don't have corrections. I feel like we no, because if we did this week in gaming for the first podcast, we would have never had corrections for a podcast. We never did. Got him. Got him. Write it yeah. down. You're right. <laughs> you know, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> Cal Melville, what would you play this week in gaming? That segment the we talked about. The only video game games. I played this week. Happened to be today. Every stop what you're saying right now. Nicholas Cartier, any bets? <sighs> Fuck. Uh, need for Speed. Nope. Roger Ria, any guesses? I just did. Need for Grand Speed. Grand Theft Auto. No. I will say Dig Dug. Skyrim. No. No. <laughs> what was it, baby? Uh, Just Cause 3. Just Cause 3. Yeah. Don't did, did you, underestimate. Did you Just Cause? I did play Just Cause. Just for shits. Literally played before I watched Meet the Fockers. Nice. <laughs> You're living a weird life. I do. <laughs> it's, an, it's a life where I'm just too exhausted to do anything I actually want to do. <laughs> but grappling hook? <laughs> I can move like that. <laughs> how, uh, how much you love in that game still? Like every time Dude, you pop I, in, you got nothing but positive things to say about it. Yeah, I'm still just flying around the strong and shit. <laughs> yeah. It's nice, I can't wait for Just Cause 4. Yeah, just because. And I, w- I was really in the mood to go buy a game today. Even though I have so many, I just haven't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to put any brain power in anything. So I'm just like, oh, let me go find an easy game. Yeah. So that easy game probably would have been Spider Man. That's so funny and true. Um, Easy to say yes to, and it takes no brain power to really yeah, play yeah. Spider-Man a game like that. You know, yeah, yeah. like no Wolf- Wolfenstein. I'm not trying to fucking play that right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wolfenstein. That's funny. That's funny. I loved it. I was gonna let it go. <laughs> I was gonna let it roll. Wolfenstein. Well, you will leave Wolfenstein. Hoobastank. Oh god. I'd play Hoobastank the video game. That'd probably be amazing. <laughs> That game is just you, you get on the motorbike with the girl and drive away from whatever the fuck the situation was you just, It's slow, you can't go over 15 miles yeah, an hour. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, um, subtitled and the reason is you. The only reason I didn't buy Spider-Man is because Ben said when he's done he's going to sell it to me. And Ben sells me games pretty cheap, so... So let everyone go to Ben.com. Cheaper <laughs> video games. Uh, yes. Secondhand resale. Yeah. Uh, D'Angelo, who's been on this podcast. D'Angelo Martin, people know. Yeah. Uh, I see it. I see the wheels turning. Just like for a second, I was kind of picking up these wheels turning in you on the PSVR. There was a month where I'm like, he might sell it back. I better be like, <clears throat> if you're going to sell it back, uh, would, you, would you tell me? Maybe I'll have some money. I, can <laughs> uh, I feel it with, with D'Angelo because as much as he hides it, he loves that Nintendo Switch, 
but he's going to sell that shit back one day. He definitely sold that 3DS back as soon as he was done with Pokemon. He's yeah. like, yeah, sold that shit back. Uh, I don't remember that. You told me that story today? Dear Amazon, my friend tried to sell a 3DS back, and he wasn't allowed to sell it as a blue fucking 3DS XL. So he sold it as this special Mario edition, which was worth more money, and you guys said, okay. Oh my god. You're welcome. Dan Allen. Uh, no. <laughs> Kyle, I'm sorry. Just Cause 3. <laughs> well, yeah, with the fourth one coming, um, do you spend more time seriously like whipping around fucking physics like that? Yeah, or are you destroying just fucking things? flying around. Are you, you're not even into the... Yeah, I say, every time I watch you, like, you're about the movement more than the, yeah. let me tie this to this. Dude, I'm, but you can do all that in that yeah. game, so. Yeah. The options. Because I'm waiting for uh, that fighter jet VR game. What? Yeah. Ace Combat? I don't don't know if it's Ace Combat. It's like a virtual fighter jet simulator. You can have like real dog fights. Oh, that's probably awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm so down for that. (laughs) I haven't played Resident Evil VR lately because I can't play that by myself. Fuck that shit. Yeah, Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you need a friend, I'm here for you. Yeah, we can play that Uh, too. I, dude, I can tell you where you are in that game. Yeah, you can. <laughs> That's where I left off. And I regret stopping. The stick people. Because, like, I worked really hard at something, and it seems like the how it's saved, it's like, and now do that again, which is, you have no ammo. <laughs> you currently have no, or it's spawning with either four bullets, right? Or, or something else or in that spot. Or a pack spot. of health. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so where you Four bullets or zero bullets, and... It's all the mold boys are coming at you. Like, the mold boys have just started coming at you, and I had to, like, abuse a door and the physics of VR to knife kill these things. Uh, not the four bullets, but there are many of them with where you're trying to get to. Uh, but you can, I mean, you can always, you can get pretty far running past them, but they will follow those they mold will boys. Follow, yeah. So the question is, is when you guys were playing, who was the dude who fucked up and wasted all your bullets? Do you want to get into it? It's Brian. Brian. Do you want to get into it? <laughs> <laughs> I told this story on the podcast. I <laughs> Brian, Brian did. It wasn't... Roger, look me in the eyes and know, it wasn't just because I knew the story of Resident Evil 7. It was because I had he been, wasted him on that guy, right? If I had yeah. already been doing it, we had established that the father in that game was not taking bullet damage. Established. We had done it in multiple scenes, and I'm like, wow, it really doesn't seem like he's getting hurt. And I'd forgotten, like, oh yeah, he's regenerating. He lets you know that when he takes your gun after he's like been burned to death. Spoilers. And shoots himself. And shoots himself in the fucking head and blows his skull out. It was after that. Still trying to get that bullet damage in him. And I saw him empty the clip, and it was like eight bullets, which like just eight bullets. It's a no, lot. Resident Evil. Twelve and four. Yeah, when you're playing it on hard for sure. Yeah, yeah, we're playing it on hard for sure. You get no <laughs> fucking bullets. <laughs> But it's, going, it's actually going okay. I was I was loving it. It's really intense because anyone who's played the beginning of Resident Evil Seven, not in VR, knows it's a hot second for you to weapon. Yeah, uh, yes, and like yes, yes. there are life threatening situations, like we just combat got from situations the before. Cop, that. right? Oh, that cop part. Yeah. Oh, oh man. my god. The cops was... at the front door, and oh my god. Yeah, that then because the garage. I'm, I'm anxious to see what happens after the fucking stick boys, whatever they are. Yeah, yeah. What do you call, what you call them? Mold boys, that's what Mold boys? Called, yeah. I call them stick boys because they're very built with like twine. They look like, oh yeah, yeah, twine. twine. Yeah, they look like tar to me, like yeah. walking venom tar pits. Yeah. They're all just venom. Yeah, we should get together again and fucking play that yeah, shit because that's the only way I'm going to play it. <sighs> that reminds me. Nicholas Cartier, <laughs> what did you play this week in gaming? Was it Resident Evil 7? Well, 
This week in gaming is. Wait, no, the plug. That was actually a really cool noise I'm for that out of time I'm, moment. I'm, I'm very sorry. No, it's fun. Nicholas Tucker, what did you play this week in gaming? This week in gaming is brought to you by the Litmit Foundation. <laughs> sorry, we're subscribe, out of time. subscribe to our shit, please. And uh, no, I uh, oof, oof, I uh, yeah. So I uh, bought Stardew Valley. Oh man, it's real. And I never knew I fucking needed that <laughs> so much. You you kind of knew though. You had been telling me that like that's the kind of thing you were looking for. Yeah. And like ooh, it's uh you land on Stardew. Yeah. No, that game is like a love letter to my childhood. Mm-hmm. Like because I I played a lot of Harvest Moon. Yeah. In mm-hmm. in my days of uh, playing video games. <sighs> And I picked a few weeds. No, it's um, it's addictive as fuck, mm. and it's just I don't know. It's just farming, and it's like it it is like the old like Harvest Moon games, but they also put like a dungeon crawler like aspect into oh, it, I which was is told, yeah, yeah. No, it's Have uh, you fucked around with the dungeons much or the cave, or whatever. Um, yeah, a yeah. little bit. I didn't know. I like, know how like, like four, forty floors right now. Okay. I got to the 40th floor. Okay. You, so, yeah, you've been putting some work in. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> how does that <laughs> The community... <laughs> the community center? Is there yeah, community no, I've, center? Been, I've been working on the community center a little bit. That's, like, the point of the game, I guess. But it's, uh... Whoa. No, I'm having, a, I'm having a really good time farming and foraging. Yeah. Are you fishing? <sighs> fishing has taken a backseat a little bit just because I'm... I like I like fishing in games, but the mechanic for fishing in this game is like, it's weird. But the only way to get better at it is if I like level it up, and then I get a better rod, and then it makes it easier. Mm-hmm. So like right now is like I think it's like the hardest it's gonna be where I'm at. But no, it's weird. There's like a bar and a fish, and you have to follow the fish by hitting the Y button on the controller with like this other like tiny rectangle, and it's green, and you gotta like hold it up there until this bar over here gets all the way up, and then you catch the fish. Yes. <laughs> uh, when I was doing the Far Cry fishing cartier, part of me was like, "How dare you Far Cry with this goddamn fishing system?" Because uh, it's a good system. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. Things are just getting better. This is what we were talking about earlier, cartier. When graphics reach their peak, all we can do is improve and innovate the existing mechanics. Everyone's got amazing fishing mechanics. That's my future. Roger. That's what you're hoping for? Every game has really good uh, AI for the Texas Hold'em, and (laughs) the fishing (laughs) has strong mechanics and all. Uh, I'm glad you're playing Stardew, man. How long, how long you, uh, how many hours do you think you are deep into it? Um, hours, I couldn't even tell you. I will tell you that I am, um, I want to say like 15, 16, or 17 days in the fall. Okay. Ooh, it's fall now. Yeah. It's canon. I um I actually right now where I'm at where it's sitting at my house, I am at the fall harvest festival, mm. where I got my uh, what was it my star fruits and then I ate it and it tasted like blunts oh because God. that's what I put my favorite food as when I started the game. That, oh is, that is exactly where I'm at in that game. Tastes like blunts. <sighs> that's so this funny. tastes like blunts. Classic. So it's, had, a, so it's a Tuesday. We had <laughs> we had a friend Roger. Who I I don't even remember like the circumstances for Greg playing Earthbound and we saw it 
Because that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like Earthbound classics, like all the mother games. It's like, what's your favorite thing? <laughs> blunts. God damn it. Like 18 <laughs> years old, it's like, blunts. I'm like, oh, that's so funny. doesn't come up that often. In Earthbound, it fucks you, though. It's like, good, because you just named your move, your skill magic move, like you named it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's way funnier, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just did once. Yeah, yeah. It's like either uh, favorite food or favorite thing is like just, it's like, good, that's your magical move. I'm like, okay, you're bound. <laughs> I should have stayed as Ness. Uh, that's your name now. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, your name is Blunts now. This is Blunts. You pick a name, they're like, we're going to call you, insert your favorite thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it. It's Nichols. <laughs> but yeah. Dimebags. We're going to call you Dimebags. Oh my god. So uh, yeah. in Stardew, they, uh, they let you pick like what kind of person you are, whether it's like a dog or a cat person. I wanted a cat, so I picked a cat. Nice. And uh, I got to adopt a cat and I named Cat Stevens. To do... Ooh, baby, baby, it's a while. Worm. Sorry. Why'd you say the Cat Stevens thing, then? If you didn't want someone to sing Wild World, the only Cat Stevens song most of us know. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Anyone know another Cat Stevens song at the top of their head? I really don't. I don't know any Cat Stevens no. songs. Oh, let me sing you one. Ooh, baby, baby. It's a Wild World. Uh... Stardew. You think you're gonna finish that game? Is there, is there finishing Stardew? I don't. I don't you can like complete it. There's um, in the library you can like find items, and then you like find all the books that are hidden underground because there's little worms or whatever that like twitch, and then you can use your hoe on them. You can get like hoe items. on them. Yeah. yeah. And then. But. Them. No, I don't know. I don't know if there's a limit on. Hope. I mean, hopefully there's not like. Mm-hmm. A three, four, five year limit on it because I, I would like to play on like the save yeah. file for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Olivia, my sweet Olivia that plays Stardew. Also, Devin Green loves Stardew Valley. I've heard nothing but good things about Stardew Valley. That's uh, maybe you know, maybe give indie games a chance sometimes when their name Stardew Valley. I would uh, give it a nine out of ten. Ooh, so far a solid nine. Yeah, man, Stardew Valley. Uh, was it more than you thought it would be? I know how you're looking for, and you were looking for something, you know, like like Harvest Moon. Do you think it? Obviously, from what you said, it fills that gap. Do you think it was more than you even wanted? Because I know there's a lot to start doing, from what I understand. Mm, no, I don't feel like. I feel like I feel like it has just enough because um, it's like Harvest Moon meets Minecraft, but it's not super blocky. Kind of like how like Dragon Quest, like you know. Okay, there's building. Yeah, so there's building, but it's like farm building, so. Is it's it more like Harvest Moon, but it's like a lot build of a silo. And like, I, I guess maybe it's just the dungeon crawl part that's kind of... I don't know. But you don't gotta water those Well, yeah, plants. no, they, they actually have like a craft system. That's so right. it's like, they have like a craft system that you have in your menu where you can like build items like on the fly. Nice. This we can start you. Yeah, no. Are you gonna keep us updated, Crypto? Yeah. Good. I have a kitchen. I wonder... Oh, shit. I have a kitchen, I have a coop. I have a pretty... So you went chickens. I did go chickens first. I built a silo first because I didn't want to, like, have to pay for food. Yeah, you need that grain, man. Mm-hmm. And you gotta feed those chickens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. Shit is real. Um, Otherwise, you're just feeding chickens more chickens, and that's wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how you make the Highlander chicken, though. <laughs> there can only be one. My final question, Craft, here, before we move on. 
Uh, has the cat been helpful in a way that's more than just friendship? And it's obviously aesthetically pleasing. I honestly didn't think it was going to be that difficult of a question. <laughs> I asked well, the hard-hitting question. It's, it's how specific he is. The answer to your question is no. But I will say that every time I talk to that kitten, a tiny little heart appears that lets me know that he loves me, and it keeps me trucking on while I'm farming. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps my spirits high. Uh, also, you know I've never asked anyone when they're talking about Stardew? Uh, I've talked to many people about Stardew. What are you fighting in the dungeons? Little slime boys. Like Toriyama slimes? Uh, no, they're like circles. Oh, oh okay. But there's, there's like little, I don't know, they might be like goo, they might be jelly on Slimes. Like, they might be jellies. Slimes. But no, there's those boys, there's um, there's these fucking bugs. Slimes. And like, you hit them, and if you don't kill them fast enough, then they turn green. And then they're, they, yeah, they take zero damage because they're inside of a cocoon. And then they turn into these fucking flies Slimes. that have no boundaries on the map. So, like, I have to navigate, like, through, like, tunnels and shit. Yeah. Just well, like, it's just, like, zoom, 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 just, like, hitting me. So there's those guys. And I just encountered, um, like, these almost, like, mummy golems. I kill them. I say golems, but they're, like, the size of my character, and they look like mummies. But when I kill them, it gives me a stone. Hmm. Like, maybe there's a golem. Or, yeah, yeah. Like craziness. But nah, Stardew Valley is it's real fun. I don't know what I was expecting to be in those dungeons, but I don't think any of those three things were it. <laughs> well, there's, there's bats too. That, that I guess, yeah. Because I heard it was like a cave, maybe. What about the slimes? This week in slimes. Roger Riat, what'd you play this week in slimes gaming? So I actually have two things, because uh, I had a week off, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that's never happened. Uh, so. I started and finished Hollow Knight. Nice. Um, yeah. I also started and finished Valkyrie Chronicles 4, <laughs> uh, which weirdly complement each other, and this is why. Nice, nice. Uh, so, picked up Hollow Knight, because I was like, I need something, anything to do. Uh, and it had just come highly recommended yeah, from a close friend. Yeah, and, and Dan, was, Dan had told me that, he was like, man, this is really good. He told me it was kind of soulsy. I was like, I, I've heard it was really good. I was like, you know what? I'm not an indie game guy. I'll give it a shot. Seemed like you're up your alley. Uh, was really impressed. Um, can't go into the story because Dan's still playing it. Uh, yeah, yeah. The story's not there really, but it's decent. Uh, but what what is cool is it's just a it's just a platformer. Uh, platformer, combat platformer, action platformer, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is. You play a little bug guy, uh, and the place you're inhabited is is inhabited by blood, bugs. Uh, it's called Hollow Nest. Used to be a great kingdom. Uh, now it's like dead, basically. Uh, and you go down there for a reason you don't know. Uh, and it's just a really. I think there's something to be said where there are some games that try to. There's some games that try to do things differently. And then there are some games that try to do things correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a game that tries to do things correct. Well, uh, it is <laughs> just... Is a, that's actually really cool. Well, yeah. That's actually... Mm-hmm. That's you, got, like. you guys can't see it at home, but they're holding another picture. But it's, it's, it, the art is beautiful in it, but it is mechanically just refinement. 
There, there isn't anything that you're going to find in this game where you're like, wow, that is so totally different than anything else in the genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everything they do is done, it, it has been refined down to, to such perfection uh, that it's hard to complain about the game. There's not a whole, it, there's not a whole lot wrong with it. Uh, you could definitely not like that game. Uh, it is definitely difficult at times. Uh, there, there, are, there is something to beating your head up against a wall for like five hours that I still find satisfying because yeah. I have masochistic tendencies apparently. Um, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, the end of that game is uh, rough. Uh, it is really hard to get through. Uh, oh, yeah, difficulty wise. Difficulty wise, yeah. um, there's actually a platforming challenge in that game that is the single hardest thing I may have done in any video game I've ever played. Yeah. Uh, is that the White Palace? Yes. I've heard the rumors yes. of. Yeah. Oh, it's just saw blades. It's not even a spoiler here. There's saw blades everywhere. It's just you making like frame perfect jumps <laughs> for no joke, like an hour. Uh, and yeah. it is. When I. I'm. I can't even make, explain the feeling I had when I finally beat it. Because once I realized you beat it, and then you have another, like, probably 45 seconds of, like, just doing a regular, easy, like, jump up to an area to know you finished it. And the whole time, I was like, is it over? Yeah. Like, oh my god, is it, is it over? It's over! Like, just the, there was a moment of elation where I was like, oh my god, only to realize that the only thing I get for it is, like, a slightly better ending. Um, right, I was told that was the true ending. Yeah. Like, uh, you could finish the game, but not necessarily have to do Yeah, there's, there's three endings. I okay. Actually, I think with the DLC, there's five. Oh. Uh, but um, I, I 100%ed the regular game, with exception of one quest, which I will never do, because it involves you going from one end to the other end of the map, which is massive, without getting hit, mm-hmm. uh, or taking damage in any way, which... I guess if you're a god at that game is possible, but I would never... I would, I'm not even trying it. Uh, trying to do the DLC, uh, there was definitely... The newest DLC I couldn't even get... I couldn't... I'm not good enough at that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's weird is I say that, when I had beat that game, I assumed that I was the only man on the world on the planet <laughs> who had ever beaten Hollow Knight. Uh, I knew it factually wasn't true, right, but right. I had this belief in my soul. No one's done uh, this. <laughs> Yeah, no one could have done this. Yeah. <laughs> no one has the dedication necessary to be. Uh, no one's had a week off of work and nothing to do. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, no one has fifteen dollars to spend. Yeah, in the Nintendo eShop. Yeah, or the PlayStation Store. Yeah, it's, PC it's seriously. Right now. Uh, that's actually a game that very worth $15. that I think is not only is worth fifteen dollars, but is probably. I'm not. I am not a Nintendo fanboy. Is probably better game to play on the Switch. Yeah. That is a game where I feel like the portability is useful for the fact to be able to hold the screen directly in front of your face in frustration. <laughs> so you can just be like a half an inch away, be like, I'm gonna make it! I'm gonna make it! Uh, pixels. Yeah, uh, the only complaint I'm gonna say about the game is this. There's one small thing. I'm ready. Uh, when you die, much like the Souls games, you have to go back and like get your XP back situation. Uh, if you die a second time, then you lose it all. Uh, very Souls esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is, is it's actually for the most part real easy to ever get get your stuff back. Yeah, uh, it might be a trip, but it's the game is not normal. Enemies in that game are not over overly difficult. Uh, if you screw up, it's normally you screwing up unless you're facing a boss, and then it's a different what, situation. Yeah, it's like yeah. what hell is like. I'm assuming. <laughs> um, that's. <laughs> Yeah, the first one on a new boss in Hollow Knight, it doesn't feel good. No, it's, like, oh no. And that's the thing, is it, 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 there, there, 
there is a sense going into Hollow Knight. Uh, every time you come to a new boss, you're like, well, I'm going to die this time, and we're going to see. Furry. I'm going to use this time to try to figure out what the boss Hopefully is doing, so that the little. next time I play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that said, uh, there was uh, one boss in particular uh, called the, this is called the Traitor or something. Nice. Uh, that in the closest. There's, like, resurrection points, basically. Uh, the closest resurrection point is a solid, like, three minutes away. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't seem like a lot. But when I did that fight, no joke, 50 or more times, yeah. uh, to, to have to run through the same three-minute section uh, over and over and over and over again, and then what happens is I get frustrated. It's not that difficult. Mm-hmm. All right, but that's when I'm I'm frustrated because I've died to this thing so many times. I'm like, as soon as I beat this, I'm going to bed. Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed after I'm done with this thing. And then three and a half hours later, I'm like, fuck. All right, <laughs> and then uh, and then I, then I'm frustrated and I'm tired, and then I mess up and I like fucking jump onto a spike or something that I've dodged seven hundred times prior to oh, that. Dude, and I'm just sad. like, I'm just like, okay, so <laughs> like can't. Handle the thing, uh, and as I said, that game just has points where like I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I, I realize, like, attack, you move, you move when he attacks, and then just your brain just goes nah, and yeah, like doesn't, doesn't happen, and then you get hit, and then you're just like, well, that ruins this run because I need that much health. You know, you start tracking your own progress. We're like, okay, but this ha- I'm at half of health at this phase. Like, this is the best I've done so far. And when you fuck that up, you're just like, fuck it, just kill me. I don't want to do it no more. Um, <laughs> I'm clearly not Dude, Kyle process. was watching me do that when I was playing the Ninja Storm, game, Storm games. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like quick time events I just don't do, which... Only yeah, it's the the other game. I've become quick time events cartoon. Uh, <laughs> I've shifted into them. The other game uh, is Vulcan Chronicles Four, uh, which was when that come out, by the way. Uh, last last week, maybe, okay. mo- most two brand weeks. New. Uh, yeah, it's basically brand new. Uh, continues a uh, uh, series that is both loved and not real popular. Uh, it's not a game for everybody. Uh, it's definitely anime esque. Uh, it has some of those really bad tropes. Uh, there's definitely um, there's definitely some 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 things in there where, or, that are cringy. Uh, that said, uh, before you even get into that, let me try to explain what it is. It's kind of a it's a strategy game. Uh, it's actually pretty easy. It's not very it's not a very difficult game. Uh, I've been using it as my my come down from Hollow Knight. Uh, <laughs> But what it is is a strategy game where you have a set amount of moves, and every time you move, you move one character at a time. Uh, it's third person. It's not top-down. Uh, most of the people have guns, and then you have a tank. Uh, and it's in a fake World War II-esque era. I say fake World War II because they use different country names that obviously aren't real. But when they show you the map of the world, you're like, no, it's fucking Europe. <laughs> and, it, and it's obviously it's like the, even like England is just like the United States of Finland, and you're like, okay. Uh, that said, um, you move the character, and then you aim yourself, and then you do your action, and then that person can have a counterattack, or it just goes on to your next part until you're out of actions. It goes to their turn, flips back and forth. Yeah. Uh, the faster you complete it, the better rank you get. The better rank you get, the more money you get, and the more XP you get, and then you can upgrade your stuff faster. Um, I play the old games. I know how they work for the most part. Uh, so I 
was trying to A rank everything first try, uh, which I did with the exception of one mission, uh, but that was just because I was slightly underpowered because I wasn't grinding. Um, there's permadeath for characters, right? Uh, yes. There, one, one well, people, see, there's fake permadeath oh. for two reasons. One is Detroit this game right. almost encourages, encourages saves coming. Uh, because you can save at any point during the battle and then load from that point. And because it because getting A rank is actually pretty important to keeping your stuff upgraded sometimes, okay. it encourages you to save scum. Uh, the second thing is, is yes, if, if one of your guys dies and you don't rescue them in time, they stay dead for the rest of the game. Uh, if after you beat the game, slight spoiler, you can go back to a gravestone and resurrect them and it makes the whole thing meaningless. Whoa. Um, not gonna buy this game now, right? Yeah, but sure. Uh, <laughs> that said, um, I also said post game content ranks up the difficulty substantially. Uh, other than that, though, uh, it's really fun to play, uh, and there is almost a puzzle element into figuring out actually how to get. Even if you're save scumming, the game is fun. Yeah. Uh, because because it is fun to figure out the best possible option. Uh, to do things in. It's fun to figure out how quickly you can finish a thing. There's a weird sense of pride to being able to finish it before they even get a turn. Uh, yeah. It's uh, there, so <laughs> yeah. It's it's. it's I, I, I I got a lot of interest. I got a lot of fun out of that game. Uh, it's really fun to play. Um, that said, uh, I was surprised because the first game had an okay story, uh, super anime. Uh, very much uh, things end at the end and the world is great and everything it ends fine and dandy and there's a little bit of a ludonarrative dissonance there because they try to tell you about the horrors of war mm-hmm. and then your guy will like shoot somebody and you get like a Mario yeah and you're just like and then the next like cutscene is like look at how sad it is that this person is dying or got shot uh, yeah, exactly. And then the next thing is just like people partying, and you're like, okay, this is a weird situation. Uh, Balkan Chronicles 4, however, hit it a little bit better. Uh, because probably the first third of that game, you get the sense of like, oh, these are some flawed characters. Uh, they're not great. They're kind of they're kind of green. Um, but it's it's same sort of happiness in it. And there's a joy for the first third of the game, and then something bad happens, and then another thing bad happens, and from two thirds on of that game, it is just watching your current situation. I don't know what's going on now, but we're in a Mexican standoff. <laughs> Anyways, this is why we need a video podcast. Yeah. Uh, you missed it, folks. It was bad. <laughs> Kyle almost died. Yeah, Kyle uh, started it. Of course he almost I started. died. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they hit it a lot better. Uh, near the, you, at, the tone of that game goes from like a decent high happy into, oh my god, these poor people's lives. Like It actually hits at a point. And there's a point at the end of that game where you have someone who you have been with the entire game who you have you and you start that game hating that dude. Mm-hmm. You start that game you're like that dude is a dick. He is not fun to be around. And through the game, you start he starts growing on him, and then finally gets to a point. Where, you know what? He is my buddy. Good for him. And then you come up and you're like, yeah, we got this mission. It's a suicide mission. He's like, you know what? I'll do it. Spoilers. Spoilers. I don't care. All right. All right. Now they know. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. They don't know who I'm talking about. It could be one of like eight people. All right. Like, everyone's a fucking dick in this game. Yeah. <laughs> in the beginning, yes. In the beginning, everyone's a dick in this game. Uh, 
various kinds, uh, <laughs> but still, uh, he goes, yeah, you know what, I'll do it. And he's like, no, don't do it, buddy. He's like, no, I have to do it. I have to do it because you're my friend, and we're doing this shit. Oh, and no. then he goes out in the most badass way ever, all right? He goes out in the most badass way ever, which is he's sitting on the ground. He's completed his mission. The thing's destroyed, but he's all fucking shot up. He's laying down on the ground against, like, this generator thing, and he's on the on the thing. Uh, on, like, a, or on the thing. He's on a, on a, on a walkie. Uh, he's on a walkie talking to his friends. We're like, are you going to be okay? He's like, nah, I fucked up. Like, this is it. Like, I'm done. Uh, but it's cool though. Like I, I did what I needed to do, and you just hear over the walkie four enemy soldiers go like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he go, he just looks up and goes, puts a cigarette in his mouth, goes, "You guys got a light?" And just gets lit up. You just hear gunshots, just like sixty gunshots. Oh my god! Uh, Jesus. All right, wept like a child. He's like, no. Roger. No! I have. Major Tom! Uh-huh. It Major Grand Tom. It's seriously, I, I did. It, very Grand much Tom. like Grand Torino's. <laughs> I have a hard hitting question for you. You yeah. got a light. <laughs> as I'm known. It's not Grand Torino. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, my hard hitting question for you, Mr. Riot, is mm-hmm. you said that post game, spoilers, mm-hmm. there is a place to go, a specific tombstone, a single tombstone, I assume, mm-hmm. where you can resurrect fallen comrades. Is it canon to Valkyria Chronicles 4 mm-hmm. that all your friends were buried in a almost unmarked, there's a tombstone, mass grave? They're all in the same grave. Uh, first thing, no. Okay. And I'll okay. tell you why. So uh, it's not just a grave. Uh, it is because you're all in the military. They're all buried in a military graveyard. Okay. And it's like, you're, what, their lore, first off, it's not even canon to resurrect it. It's not canon to resurrect it. Not canon. It's just a thing you can do. That said, you go to the graveyard to honor their memory. And the do way the game... Them? Do they deserve it? The way the game tries to uh, explain it to you is that by honoring their memory, you like bring part of them with you. Uh, that said, it. I understand why they put that mechanic in, because... There are probably 40 people in this game who are like on your team, mm-hmm. uh, and they're not all super developed characters. I mean, some of them are, but all of them are very much their own character that don't rely on a ton of stereotypes, mm-hmm. uh, so it's pretty well done, and when I had to make it, you have to make a choice at one point of like, no, this person's going to die, and you have to choose who's going to die, uh, and I got stuck in a position because I wanted to send someone good. Like, I want to send some one of my better people because I want to get the mission done. But I was like, this person's gone. And I did it. And, like, I was, I hated myself a little bit afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is someone I've been using the entirety of the game like, to get this I, shit I done. This. Yeah, exactly. And then in that specific mission, there's, like, a goodbye. And I'm guessing every character has their own, like, goodbye at the end of that mission. Interesting. Uh, but, like, my person's like, you know, car- you, know you guys got to keep going carry on. I'm like, I can't. Like, you were the thing I was using to beat this game. <laughs> I, I need you. Exactly. <laughs> I can't quit you. I, I, was, I still love you. I mean, that's all I'm going to say about the game. Go buy it, people. <laughs> Deep down in my heart. <laughs> so good. Uh, and? Yes. What did you play this week in gaming? 
This week in gaming. <laughs> the, seg- <laughs> the segment where we talk about what we played this week in video games. I played two things that were very a thing. Uh, before I get into them, I also I went back to Far Cry 5. And I don't know how deep you got into it, Kyle. Dude, I... I don't know where I was, and then Nick Har started fucking playing, so that's why I said after you play it, I'm just going to replay it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to tell you too much, but here's some potential spoilers. Uh, <laughs> so I killed the person in the, the southern county, and I went to the north. Uh, the girl is in the west, yep. but it was the two brothers I was starting on. And this one, where I had stopped was, uh, it was pretty much, I had liberated that whole county pretty much. I was so much so that I triggered the final ending sequence to also kill this brother. I think it's, right. the northern one is, uh, it's not John, it's, it doesn't fucking really matter though. Uh, J- James? Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Jacob. Uh, some shit happens, I, I passed the final round of the, like, the brainwash, like, did you, did you have to cull the herd? Where it, like, starts you? And, like, it's like a gun, and as you kill people, you gain time, and it's like the super arcadey. Mm. It's a brainwashing thing, and each time you go a little further in the level, uh, and you can hear Jacob the whole time, like, I actually, I say this to D'Angelo all the time, because it's just funny, and I had to do that shit a lot. It's just like, so when you're doing well or whatever, it's just like, call the herd. It's like, call the herd. Let me tell you, Cartier, someone that hasn't played Far Cry 5, he's all about calling the herd. When there's a loading screen with Jacob, it's just like, the, the quotes they give for him are just like, it's like, I, it's just like, I call the herd, it's what I do, or culling the, it's just everything about culling the herd, he's about culling the herd. I don't even know if I knew what culling was before this game, I don't know if I know now, but when he culls the herd, <laughs> he means cuck. It's cucking the, the herd. It's cucking the herd. So it's like, call the herd, or he's just like, watch your time, shit like that. So I passed the last thing of brainwashing, um, and it was time. It was time to move on to, it was usually actually killing them. Uh, and that's where I had stopped. So I went back again, and it's like one more arcade thing where it's like, like everything in Far Cry, you have to, uh, with, like, limited healing, take out six things, but it's still in the weird, like, brainwashy thing. It was where I stopped, because I thought it was real hard, and then when I went back to it, it was real hard, and then when I beat it, I realized that I should have beat that before and stopped what was next, which, what was next is actually killing Jacob, which is, he is on a hill pretty far away, a very high hill. He has the high ground, and he is a sniper. It's like, go. I'm like, oh, well, this is terrible. There aren't even that many of his minions on the way, although as you get close, you get some really like heavily armored ones. But mostly it's these infinitely spawning fucking wolves uh, that even if you wanted to, like... Because you know you want to, like, ranged filth that motherfucker. You want to, like... Like, I can kind of see you. You know what I mean? From a distance. Because you're sniping me. So, like, I definitely hit him with a rocket launcher from the starting point before. (laughs) And and saw him get knocked down. You couldn't see him, but you saw the symbol. And then the revive symbol came up. And clearly someone up on that hill revived him real fast. So I'm like, well, this is I definitely, like, tried... I did, like, the first little section where I maybe kill, like, three wolves and four guys. And then I'm like, I'm going to snipe you from here, motherfucker. And I was hitting him and doing damage. But I feel like you need to kill anyone that's going to be reviving him up there. Uh... So what I ended up doing is after going through... Like, Sniper at the High Ground is terrible. So I did most of it where it's like... I did everything to where you killed all the minions and you're starting to climb the actual, like, rock face of where he is. And I climbed probably, like, three-quarters of the way up. And there's parts where you're walking... You have to walk down, you know, the narrow cliff to get to the next part of the cliff you can climb and things like that. Uh, 
And there's pieces where he can see you and stuff, but I definitely just got to a, a ledge where I'm like, you can see me here, and you can't see me here. I'm pulling out my rocket launcher. <laughs> I'm fucking going into where you're visible for a second. I'm shooting. I'm ducking back. <laughs> definitely hit him. <laughs> definitely killed him, because it triggered to where it's like, no, you should have been on top of the mountain. Here you are, on top of the mountain for this cutscene. <laughs> Thanks, Far Cry 5. <laughs> you accepted that kill. Uh, so that was good. It felt good to go back to that, and... Yeah, I'm going to try and finish it up fast for you, Kyle, because I want you to play it so we can talk about it. And yeah. just in time for, like, goatees, I want you to finish it all together. Not... <sighs> Although, I'm not sure. I want to see the end of this game before I'm like, how serious am I going to really um, take it? Because there are parts of this game that are very good. You know what I mean? There's parts yeah. of this game that I've really loved. But uh, it's going to have to end strong to make it for the... I would say how I started, but I think a lot of people start in the South. So a whole county's worth of story, like, that villain was so weak that I feel like it needs to be countered by what I think is a very strong villain, the main villain. How much is the father going to really be in gameplay? Because some of the best monologues, yeah. some of the best cutscenes have come after I've killed those people yeah. leading the counties. Uh, but there's only three people to kill, so if those three monologues are the majority of what the father does in this game, who knows? This is what I played this week. First episode of Life is Strange 2. Um... And I liked it. It's funny. The other thing I played, I'm going to talk about them both kind of at the same time, I guess, for a second. Because the other thing is, is a guy I work with. is a younger kid. I like talking to like 16 to 17-year-old kids about uh, weird things, like video games. Or, like a 17-year-old kid can like, if you're like, man, I need to find like the right hand of a hanged man. You know what I mean? <laughs> for, a, for a spell, because you're a witch in real life. You know what I'm talking about, Roger? Yeah. But you need something weird. I was trying not to be like, if you need, like, black tar heroin. If you need something weird in life, <laughs> and you're like a 40-year-old man, like, do you know a 17-year-old kid? Do you have a 17-year-old child? Do you know, 17-year-old kids can find anything. They can find Carmen Sandiego. They can, they have weird points of view. They, they don't know who Carmen Sandiego is. <laughs> that's, that's real. Uh, but, is the word is Carmen Sandiego? This guy, he bought a PS4 for, because he already had a Switch. He was, con he was a Switch and a... Xbox, he was completing the uh, Triforce. Uh, <laughs> he bought a PS4 for Detroit Become Human, which is crazy to me, but with my bias aside, when I when I didn't want to play Detroit, it was mostly that. I was like, I'm not that interested in this game. I definitely don't want to give him my money. But when you're like, Dan, please play this for free, and I just let him borrow a gun for PS2, because he liked Red Dead, excited for Red Dead 2, I'm like, me too, I want to let you know, you have a PS2, I have a gun? I had, like, a really new edition of gun for the PS2. It's, like, two years old. Like, I got it in the plastic. Uh, but I'm like, you play this. And he's like, oh, well, you want to play Detroit? And I'm like, I guess I'll do that for you, bud. <laughs> I guess I'll play Detroit. And this is where I am. I think Life is Strange and Detroit are super comparable because there are things that, in theory, with how these games work, they should focus on a strong narrative. And I think that earlier in the week, I first played Life is Strange 2, and... Like, a lot. Life is Strange 2 about uh, two brothers surviving in the woods. That's how I would very vaguely sum it up. <laughs> supernatural? Uh, there's some supernatural. Did I say supernatural? No. No, he's not. two brothers surviving, surviving in the woods. woods. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't have a car. Um, All right. And they're young. It's like 16 and 10. But, uh, but yeah. I think that... I think that when I finished playing it, I'm like, I really liked this. I'm really excited to see where the story is going forward. But 
Um, some of the dialogue, and this has been a complaint before I even played the first one. I had heard this about the, the first Life is Strange. Like sometimes the dialogue just isn't there. Sometimes the writing is not super great. Um, I know I was talking to Roger this week. I think when I said, I'm like. Sometimes they say shit, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I don't have to play as a 16-year-old kid, like, living an actual 16-year-old's life for too long, because it's just like, you thirsty bitch, and I'm like, Square Enix, why am I playing this, though, come on. Because uh, <laughs> I just, I just hated the execution of it. But sometimes when 16-year-old kids talk in real life, I'm like, Ugh. so maybe it's, you know, true to life. I, I can't imagine that that is factually correct. <laughs> <laughs> Not that the execution is, uh. is true to life, but the fact that both of them make me be like, Oh, 16-year-old kids. I think that playing Detroit really put into perspective uh, what my standards of, like, execution writing should be. Um, first off, when people say, like... Are you, say, are you saying that Detroit's <laughs> writing is better than Life is Strange? No, I'm, back. I'm I'm saying that Life is Strange, I was, like, I was, like, lukewarm on, mm-hmm. and then I played Detroit, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, like, writing's important, because, because they're are some things, this isn't like about like a hatred for David Cage, but in David Cage interviews, when he's like... <laughs> it, it's about a hatred for David Cage. David Cage is like, oh, he's like, everyone's upset about the child abuse. This is a bad impression. <laughs> everyone's upset about the child abuse scene, like dark things happen in life, you know. He's not Canadian, he's French. <laughs> dark things happen in life, you know, I'm just covering some of these things in my game. The problem is, like, not him covering these things. <laughs> it's, like, his execution of these things. First off, he is, like, here's the most extreme version of this. I hope it's interesting. I gave you the most extreme variation on this. Also, I don't know how to write the dialogue for it. But the idea is interesting, right, guys? And I'm like, yes, David Cage, some of these ideas are so interesting. But the first time the dad, before he even smacked that girl, when they first yells at her, not only was this, if he's, like, if he's losing his mind... If he's losing his mind because the wife left, you didn't set the stage for that very well. If he was super drunk in that scene, you did not set the stage for very well. What I saw was a sober, slightly irritable father all of a sudden flip the fucking script uh, on, on a girl that said nothing, on a really quiet child. I'm like, this doesn't even make sense to me. I feel like the execution of when he actually started talking and what he was saying, like the ideas are there, but sometimes the dialogue in Detroit is not there. I'm not going to completely shout on this game. I have positive things to say to Roger. Can, can I can I give but, you my my opinion on why that is though? I just don't. What? Yeah, go ahead. I I know. I think I figured out exactly why that is. Uh, and I'm not going to try to get political here at uh-huh. all. But I think the game is written that way. Uh, and listen, David Cage is never going to listen to this, so I don't feel bad saying this because David <laughs> Cage David is a Cage. coward. Uh, whoa, whoa, yeah, tell me well, why. L- l- <laughs> listen, whoa, well, before before this game came out, he said it. Yeah, I, lo- I love it when people say shit like this on the podcast. No, he's a coward. No, but look, I can I can tell. Right, you, right, let, right. let me give you a perfect example why. Before sure. Detroit came out, all right. Yeah. I don't know if anybody remembers seeing like that first big trailer for Detroit. All right, but it has a bunch of androids singing uh, singing like old slave songs. Uh, yeah, that's deep in the marketing. L- listen, yeah. yeah, like that is a. You did that, all right. You can. You are allowed to do that. That's mm-hmm. not. That's not a problem. Like I. Like you want to. You want this to be a, in some way a racial allegory, mm-hmm. all right. When he's interviewed about it, 
alright, well, they're like, so why did you choose to do this? David Cage comes back with, well, you know, it, th- th- this has nothing to do with that. There's no racial allegory here. This is just, this is, this is just about androids. And I'm like, you know. Right. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, is when David Cage is writing these things, he's half in it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I want to cover these these really serious topics, topics. but mm-hmm. I don't want to take the chance the, of of, of agitating anyone. Yeah. All right, or I don't want to take responsibility for for covering these topics. So if the, they hate it. Yeah. So the, so the so the. And I said, I haven't played Detroit. I don't know if it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do know that, that it often seems like to me that when David Cage is doing a video game, he's, he's so worried about what everyone's going to think about it that he's not willing to go all in on something. Yeah. And, and regardless of what you, you want to believe on like a political scenario there, if you're going to do anything, especially with that sort of budget, you better be damn prepared to go all in on something. Even if you think people aren't going to like that thing, regardless of what that thing is, and I don't get the sense that David Cage is willing to do that. I get the sense that David Cage is, is afraid of the public reaction. And I get it. Today we live in a, in a scenario where the public reaction, you can summon a Twitter mob at the, at the drop of a hat. But, but if you aren't willing to deal with that, then you shouldn't be making a video game that deals with that. You can't cover serious, controversial topics and not be serious and controversial. Those, it's impossible. You're, it, it's like trying to jump without lifting your feet off the ground. I don't get what, what he's trying to do. So when, yeah. you, when you come at me and you're like, hey, listen, the, it seems like the writing's just not there. I think it's not even because David Cage is a bad writer. I think it's because he's afraid of doing anything that might be taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes him a coward. That's fair. I could tell you there's android canaries, and I do like those, Roger. Just mm-hmm. to throw in a positive thing. No, but I, I definitely understand. Uh, and, yeah, man. Seriously, I don't want to... So let me just take this second before I continue on. I'm sorry, because I turned it into David Cage 8. <laughs> it's no, not, yeah. it's and, not, it's sorry. and there are positive things in Detroit I really like. Even... Um, even when I played Heavy Rain, which is, I think, overall a game I look back on and I don't like. <laughs> I think there's parts of that game where I'm like, wow, it's super interesting. Little things, like the, um, the physics of walking through a really crowded place looking for your lost son. The physics of walking uh, is really well done in Heavy Rain. There's a moment uh, There's a moment in Detroit. Spoilers for Detroit, if you're going to play it. It seems like eight months old at this point, so I feel fine. Six months old. Where... Uh, you're an android, you play as an android for all three of these characters, and you've been, like, not just shot in the head by police, but you've been thrown in, like, a graveyard. Not a graveyard, it's a junkyard. So there's all these, like, half-alive, defective, like, parts of torsos of, like, androids. And you start with, like, four things damaged on you. Four things that you have to replace. One's an eye, one's something in your brain, and then you don't have legs. Like, you currently don't have legs that work. You have a piece of leg in one of them. And what you have to do is... This is seriously the best part of Troy. I commend this part so much. Hardcore Terminator vibes. Because you're missing part of your face. <laughs> the skin on your mm-hmm. face, at least. Because you're missing that eye, also. You have to crawl through this junkyard uh, with some... Some of these androids don't know what the fuck's happening. Some of them are not turned on anymore. Some of them don't have the ability to run anymore. Some of them are, like, clearly, like, defunct. My favorite thing is when you first, like, can... When you first get your legs, because what you have to do is crawl through this junkyard, and you have to scan things, 
and find things where it's like, it's yes, compatible. that part is compatible with me and it is still working. Uh, and there's one part where it's like, you could probably find it somewhere else in the junkyard or you can kill this android that it's like, still kind of has like sentience. You know? It just still has uh, like some life in it. Uh, and it tells you, it says no. <laughs> so please don't do this. It's like, it's like at that point, it's like the Iron Man core is what you're yeah. looking at. Like you have to unplug it from yourself and like almost die for a second to plug it back in. But this is the part of the game that's so good. Uh, I hate anything with quick time events on the PlayStation Four, where it says it wants you to use the move controls. Mm-hmm. If I have to shake it forward or back, and you're telling me to do it via quick time event. Uh, that's terrible. There is no way to, in a quick way, be like, oh, yeah, position move, like, up and down. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just something about it. It'll never be, like, right on the stick easy, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I always hated it. I've hated it in this game so far, but there's a moment when you're doing the things to take a leg, and you put in the leg in your knee socket, and you have to pull the PS4 controller closer like to yourself, you. and it's the only good implementation. But it mm-hmm. is such a good implementation that I'm mentioning it right now because it was really good. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. I hate the move controls. Like, in, yeah. in these kind of games, especially. I don't know. When you're crawling through that junkyard looking for those things, uh, that was so good. Uh, man, I wish that all of Detroit was was this exact thing. And that there, there was a cheap shot I had made that, thank God, this game is mostly androids because the only emotion David Cage knows how to write for is a child's in danger. And the beginning of this game starts with a child in danger, just like most of these games at one point, or three point, or five points have a child in danger. I will say that, um, for all the bad things I've said, like, there's, there's always a few ideas in these games, and I can't, it's easy to be like, the writing, well, who's credited as writer? Mm-hmm. David Cage. Uh, like, or even like directing some of these games, I don't know if he's doing both for this one, for mm-hmm. Detroit, but... It's easy to point the finger and be like, even though there's multiple writers, like, mm-hmm. the man that puts himself out there is the visionary of this game, like this. But, like, a lot of these little details, I also want to give David Cage to credit David Cage. But it's like, who knows what's coming up with the fact that when you walk into the rich man's house, an optional thing is there's these two yellow birds in this really fancy bird cage. And if you go up to it to interact with it, what you're doing is turning them on because they're also androids. So you turn these two birds on, you close the thing, and they're just little birds. Uh... And when I walk away from those birds, I'm like, that's, I think that's my favorite part of this game right now. <laughs> like, there's little android birds. Scared Olivia. She's like, no, robot birds is a very scary idea. Um, let's not begin the robot bird apocalypse. She didn't say that, but she didn't like the idea of robot birds. So, so what you're saying Hit is, you don't like David Cage as someone who, like, has ideas about video games, but you do like his, like... Ideas for crawling in video games. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so funny. I'm like, <laughs> he's a better game designer than he is a writer. That's I'm like, what it's, uh, I, it's that I don't. It's easy to credit him with things I don't like about it, but when there's things that happen that are good, I'm like, can I? I can also like, can I balance this and say David Cage? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you did this too. But no, because uh, it's no, like the also crawling in the Because you're like you're crawling in the junkyard, and then there's the other one where you're like crawling on like the glass. It was love hate, and in order to mm-hmm. take less damage, you have to crawl slower. And that's when I first, not the first time, so I question every rain. I'm like, this is super like weird. David Cage, like he's like, no, crawl slower. <laughs> like make this last longer, you'll take less damage. I'm like, okay, you can only survive by crawling slower through this glass. Is there crawling in every game? That's litmitmedia at gmail.com. Tell me, is Beyond Two Souls? Is there a crawling segment? Does David Cage love crawling? 
<laughs> I, I think that he just likes torturing people. Let's not get into it. <laughs> Life is Strange 2. So, looking back, a lot of the things I'm about to say about Life is Strange, I realize, is also true of Detroit. It's just, like, to a more severe degree. My, my only complaints with the, the narrative of... And Life is Strange is super new, so I don't want to get too much into it, but there's just a lot of things that are, like, right on the nose. A lot of things where it's just, like, this is this, like... Um, I know I was talking to Olivia about how there weren't that many, like, nuanced characters. Everyone's kind of like, I'm this, like, you're, <laughs> you're the reason we should have built this wall. Uh, and it's just like, I hope there's not a whole lot of political things in here, but, like, but, uh, man, I don't know. There's, there are things that have been done well, and there are things that have been done not that well. A big difference about, and we're talking about execution earlier, the voice acting in Life is Strange... This current season of Life is Strange compared to Detroit, that's an unfair comparison. Because uh, Life is Strange looks good. Detroit looks amazing. It's, like, made for the PS4 Pro. Like, the faces, everything looks so good. But the voice acting is is not as there for that. Like, even though I'm not, like, I have, it's a slap. It's a slap. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, honestly, that's one of the problems with, like, why I don't feel it. Like, the Mm -hmm. fog... Like the father thing before he like the the yeah. abusive the abusive uh, dad. I'm like I I was like man this voice actor's not very good that sucks because this is like like do I blame it on the writing or the voice acting or the ex- what it's it just it's, it's, all, it's, probably, it's, it's probably well. yeah, it's, it's probably a, it's a, a combination of things yeah. yeah. Um, whereas in Life is Strange, even though it was a slow appreciation, I wasn't like, oh, I immediately love these set of brothers. But like by the end of that first like five hour episode, I'm like. Yeah, no, I like these brothers. Um, and even though there were some lines that were kind of, like, when he's explaining it to an outsider, what has happened at the beginning of the game, the big supernatural, like, uh, situation that happens in, early in the game, uh, when, he's, when he's explaining it to an outsider that can, he can finally trust the older brother, it's, like, a little overly emotional, but uh, as, as, as right on the nose as the writing is for that part, like, the voice acting and, like, like th- these kids are really good. Both of these kids are really good. Whoever's playing the ten year old, whoever's playing the sixteen year old, like, yeah, well voice acted. Brody, a character you meet, well voice acted. Uh, I liked the dad. I liked every every piece of that. Like that's clearly something they focus on. They're like, how we tell our story is something we want to focus on. Like the believability of this world. Um, I'm trying to think of anything negative or positive I have to say about. Life is Strange before I move on. Uh, some people were complaining about the pacing. Um, I've heard complaints about the pacing both ways. I do think it was slow, but I personally think it like could have even been a little slower, and it's fine. There wasn't a whole lot of supernatural stuff in this whole first episode, maybe like three occurrences. I think all that was good. I think they left off in a place where it's like, at the end of the day, these boys are on the road, and I feel like the intensity is higher because you don't have this dorm room to go back to. You're not going back to your house. Like... It's like, I really don't know what's going to happen next, because they're, like, traveling down the West Coast, uh, and they're, like, the oldest one is... It's, like, 16 or 10-year-old traveling by Greyhound bus. No matter where they're trying to go, like, no one is there to protect them on the other end of wherever they're going to end up, and that is scary. But uh, as they dive deeper into the supernatural things, I'm excited to see where Life is Strange 2 goes. Uh, but, yeah. So, it, but it's going to be... It's usually a pretty long wait. We'll see when it comes out, but hopefully it's a little faster this time. Six months. I'm going to say six months. Six months before the next one or when they're done? Yeah, six months before the next one. Oh, no, no. I think it's like, I don't know. I think the last time it was like three. 
I don't know. I'm still saying six. Oh, dude, no, don't say this to me. We'll see the next Steven Universe before it finish, comes out. Finished. So finish that episode, and I want to say I'm about 12 chapters at like 24 or something in Detroit. I don't know if I'm going to play it multiple times, but before I officially finish this, the other positive thing to say about Detroit is, uh, like, yeah, you can't, you, you're not going to throw around the illusion of choice uh, at Detroit because they're like, <laughs> our, our single choices matter too much in Detroit would be a complaint. I would wait. I would. I wouldn't levy that complaint because that's not how I feel. But like, there are times where it's like, <laughs> you didn't say hi. Didn't unlock this whole branch of things that includes two, <laughs> two or three endings. I'm like, oh, because I didn't pick up the flashlight. Uh, which is great. I want that. I want the choices to be hard, and I want to be judged harshly for my choices. I don't know why these are things I crave in video games, but it is. Uh, and Detroit's like, seriously, all the things, like, at the end of each of these little missions, these sections, look at this flowchart, see what you did and didn't do, and these things you don't even know what they are, but you didn't go down there. I'm like, alright. Thanks, Detroit. Uh, if you haven't played a game like this, if you haven't played Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls, or uh, Indigo Prophecy, or anything from Quantic Dream, Detroit does seem like the one to, to try. Because I don't know if you'll find as much pleasure in the past ones. But uh, my official recommendation, Roger, is if you can play it for free, <laughs> I would play it. This Week in Gaming. This Week in Gaming. Six hours later. That was a long This Week in Gaming. We that got, might be the longest This Week in Gaming. We don't got that much to talk yeah. about, and Roger played two full games. <laughs> like, that's true. Plus, honestly, let's face it, Cartier played a lot of Stardew this week. I could talk about Stardew. I guess I'll talk about it. Yeah, I, I, I played 15 minutes of a video game this week. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, that I've had for you, like six years. You, you can basically just announce this first part and we can move on to the next one. Yeah, I don't know if there's like, a whole lot of discussion that's going to happen with that. Oh, yeah, I really just, yeah, it's not even like, uh, yeah, it's not even like something I wanted to open up in the discussion. We've just been talking about Telltale and we've been reading like these quotes about, you know, the closing. And I'm, I'm tired of like, this is the thing, the last time I'm going to touch on this story, because it is a sad story, people losing their jobs, but the update for Telltale is twofold since we last spoke. And that's that, number one, uh, the skeleton crew that they were keeping around after 225 people or whatever abruptly lost their job, whatever they were keeping around has also been abruptly let go after they like, oh, we gotta keep you, you know, because we have to fulfill this, this, and this. Apparently that's out the window because they were just like, no, you're fucking fired too. Uh, <laughs> Damn, it was like a week for the record. <laughs> it's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> People just lose people their lost their jobs, Carl. Uh, I, w- I would say that they got fired abruptly, but after you watch the company you worked for like shittily fire all those people with no notice, and then you're like, "But they said they were going to keep us on for a while." Like, not. I'm just saying, like, yes. Yeah. Well, they were also shitty to you guys, uh, which comes hand in hand with the announcement that Skybound Games officially has been uh, they signed on. I think they they bought the rights to finish Walking Dead, the final season. And Carl. we're not reading the exact quote because I don't really want to get into it, but they did say <laughs> some original team members would be brought in to help finish that the, for the fans. And I'm, I'm still glad that people who want to play that and already paid for it are going to be able to. But at the end of the day, it's like, what a shitty way to end. And just like, I don't know. It's over. Bankruptcy. Run out of money. That's what happens. Yep, yep. 
Hey, Toys R Us is reversing their bankruptcy. No, no, no. Tell me about it. Yeah, really? Toys R Us is coming mm-hmm. back. What? You don't know what I actually think happened? What happened? Because I think you heard the same thing, right? I don't know. They went to auction? Like bankruptcy auction? Uh, I don't... Okay. Prefacing this with what I'm about to say, I could have dreamt up. But I'm pretty sure I heard... <laughs> I, I could very well could be... I'm pretty sure I heard that with the bankruptcy auction and like they just weren't getting enough... To, to, to solve their problem. So they're like, well, we're going to try again. <laughs> so yeah. Because of that negative words for Toys R Us, I'm crossing off dreams. No, I don't think we're going to have time, but I want to talk about dreams. Fuck, man. Well, we're, like, we're an hour 20 deep. Dreams. Dude. Yeah, dreams is a... Uh... Oh, speaking of that, hold on, undo this. So dreams, uh... <laughs> well, you can do Harry Potter instead. That's we should what, at least say the Harry Potter thing oh, exists. Oh, no, I mean, that's the more important one. So we is it, there was have something. it on tape. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you know what? I think if we're going to skip over one of these, I think you a lot of people have talked about the Harry Potter thing that's everywhere right now. I, uh, people are talking about both a lot, I'll say, though. I don't know if anybody's had a good discussion. I don't hear too many great discussions on dreams right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to be able to dedicate more time to dreams. Yeah. And it's not like we don't have time to talk about both these. Now. I, think about it. I was going to say dreams about both of them. Well, let's do this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start. We're gonna start with this. We'll see where we go. We'll go in order. This week, rapid fire. A Reddit user. Rapid fucking fire. <laughs> a Reddit Hell user yeah. named Vape This Bra. No, definitely rapid fire. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> leaked what seems to be cell phone footage of a fully done trailer with a little bit of gameplay. Do people know who this guy is? For a no. new Harry Potter RPG. No, it's just like... It's just a guy on Reddit. Famous for one day Reddit guy. Yeah. Banned. <laughs> Immediately banned. Yeah, yeah, it's like, who even, he made that up for this. Vape this, bro. Uh, but it seems to be a possibly expensive, possibly big budget, possibly expensive big budget, similar things. Uh, Harry Potter RPG, where you don't play as Harry Potter... Some people are going as far as to say open world. That's such a funny jump people made. Did you think open... Roger Riat, you saw this. Did you think open world when you saw it? Yes. That's interesting because we all do you, see a do little you, bit Do you want to know why? Yeah, go for it. It's 2018. Oh. <laughs> Everything's open world. Uh, and you aren't throwing a budget behind a game now unless it's open world. Period. Interesting. Uh, okay. Unless it was an exclusive. NFL open world. Uh, <laughs> you FIFA open world. Those games spend. You more have money definitely on... proven me wrong. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Those games spend more money on like, uh, like famously than marketing than, yeah. than development. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Madden. Open world mm-hmm. rugby. <laughs> I would take that. Yeah. Rugby in a Walmart. How's the fishing mechanics though? <laughs> I just want. I, I just want to say the problem with like an open world sports game would definitely be the. Uh, uh, the problem is, is I played NBA Two K Seventeen. I think it was maybe sixteen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, one of them definitely. Uh, when your character's name is Frequency Vibrations, uh, yeah. that's not a choice. Fre- that's just what they give you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you have like an annoying friend. Uh, when I look at In like the life. plot lines, yeah. <laughs> Uh, when I look at the plot lines of those games, I'm like, you could. L- the game is objectively better if you leave these out. I feel like. I just want to play a sports game. I don't want to watch these terrible sports cutscenes uh, that don't. They're bad. By uh, Spike Lee. But directed can, by Spike Lee. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so bad. 
Sorry. Go only, ahead. Back to Harry true, Potter. True. Do you think they're going to have Quidditch in this game? I was going to say, the only open world sport game that matters is this Harry Potter RPG. Where, yeah, Quidditch was not shown. Yeah. You got to believe it's probably in there. Um, let me say the few details if, we do know. If Quidditch is not in this game, I'll never be on this podcast again. <laughs> yeah, Quidditch. I will bet that. You're definitely a fifth-year student. It's. I think people are... Uh, Rocksteady officially said it wasn't them. I don't think it's super... Avalanche, con- I believe. It's not super confirmed. Yeah, it's Avalanche Softworks, though. Not your Just Cause Avalanche. Yeah. It's the Disney Infinity people slash... They did, like... They've toy, done toy Disney story. games. Yeah, toy story yeah. Games. yeah. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're definitely a fifth-year student. It's potentially no, the care. 1800s. <laughs> you, are, you are not Harry Potter. Uh, we don't have a name for it, and I refuse to say any of the... Guest names on here. Oh, I already know. No, you. It's you. It's not what people are saying. It can't be. What do you think it is? Oh, I. I, (laughs) Because I I know the brand. I know what they're going with. It's going to be Wizarding World. It's going to be called Wizarding. It's going to be Wizarding World of something. Okay. I guarantee you. Okay, don't guarantee you, but I highly educated guess. Hogwarts the VR experience. Oh. I don't know if uh, anyone wants to be game. I mean, game. Hogwarts HD for sure. If that comes back and hits me, I'm going to fucking punch you. Happy birthday. Are you sitting? There's a rubber band and a ceiling fan in the play. But no, uh... This is what we get for talking about Harry Potter. This is where it leads to. It leads to Rogers grudges with NBA 2K. Yeah. And, you know. Looks solid. I guess we'll see when there's more. It may be kind of violent. It does look solid. Who knows? It looks like there's money behind it. It just slight, looks slightly... I hate... I'm not... I'm, I'm, using, I'm using this word lightly. Uh, it looks more mature than what I would have expected a Harry Potter game to look like. Rubbishish. Like... Maybe even T for Teen rated? Harry, Harry Potter oh, Skyrim? They even say that anymore. Mm-hmm. Rated T for Teen. Yeah, oh yeah, they do. Or if... if you, Peggy. Yeah, I would say, or you I'm see the... European European. Yeah, you would say or the European one. I don't always end up on European trailers. Mm. The fact that there's a personal meme inside me that's Peggy 18. Yeah. Like Peggy uh, everything. Peggy. Um, but Peggy yeah, it, it, look, I'll say this. If there's ever been a hope for a Harry Potter game, it's this one. And if this one fails, we will know there will never be a good one. Except for... Quidditch. <laughs> VR. No. <gasps> Harry Potter, I don't know. Man. <laughs> I, I gotta say that... Uh, <laughs> I won't get you. <laughs> Golden Snatch. <laughs> that, I keep thinking about like that concrete like walkway just like collapsing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's graphically impressive. This is what I want. Roger. PS5. This is what I want, Roger. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. First off, my prediction, not a prediction, but I do think that this was like, because of how finished it is, and people are like, oh, this was going to be, I do think that was Video Game Awards. I know you're thinking that I'm overhyping the Video Game Awards, and that I'm expecting too much, but I do think Harry Potter was either, or like you said, the Xbox Mexico City event in December it makes a lot of sense. Dan, too. I have a question. Well, it's not yes. Harry Potter. In fact, everybody can get on in on this real quick. I don't know if I like this question. It's just, just short, just off the top of your head. How many new games are announced at the Video Game Awards? Quickly. This year? This year. Wait, sa- save that. Because that's, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing right now. Is it? That's what we're doing for the closer. Oh, okay. You've just inserted something into the long shot prediction special. Okay. I appreciate that. You know, uh, don't do forget that. that. <laughs> announcements. <laughs> announcements. Here's the thing about how many announcements. 
Uh, we can move on from Harry Potter. But no, this is what I want, mm-hmm. though, Roger. And I know that there's stupid shit. Like, when I get excited for Red Dead, like, mm. polishing the guns and shit like that, I know there's things that not everyone wants to do, but that's okay because I'm the only me, so I don't care what fun other people have. What I want is this. Even though I hate... I say I hate when a game's like, you have this much time, but I secretly, clearly love it. Uh, it's like, oh, I have to leave this class early to go warm up on the Quidditch field before the big game today, because all the Quidditch kids are getting out of this class early when there's games, and I want to have to walk to the motherfucking field to warm up for Quidditch, if I'm on the Quidditch team. Wait, and I want to have that happen four or five times with nothing crazy happening before something happens on the way to the Quidditch field, and I make it just in time for the game, and there's no time to warm up. I'm just saying, I want to get to the Quidditch field. You, you want Persona Harry Potter, <laughs> Harry Potter edition. I want Persona Harry Potter. I want Harry Persona. Shin Megami. Shin Megami. Shin Megami. <laughs> Glad you said it. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Hogwarts VR HD experience. Now, 2.8. Universal 2.8. Skyrim. <laughs> Everyone's here edition. <laughs> Skyrim. This week in gaming. Well... I will say, Roger, you were gushing, which I'm excited about because I'm very excited for this game as well, but you were gushing about a game called Dreams. I think we definitely have time to talk about it. Uh, Dreams from Media Molecule. People who did Little Big Planet, Little Big Planet 2, Little Big Planet 3, Little Big Planet Carding, and something else I don't remember. So I'm, I'm just going to say this. Is yeah. the only thing I'm going to say about this because I realize that we're short on time. Yeah. Uh, I've mentioned this to you. I think Dreams is going to end up doing... Dreams has three possibilities. One, it's gonna bomb badly. All right, it's gonna it's gonna end up it's it's gonna be unintuitive. It's not gonna do well. People aren't gonna like it. It's gonna bomb, uh, which I hope does not happen. Yeah. Two, I don't want it to bomb. I want to let you know. I don't think these. I, I don't necessarily think that these two things are gonna happen. But uh, there's a lot of pressure right now. Uh, Put that gun away. Yeah. He's pulling out six shooters. Uh, no, um, but I think that dreams might actually have an effect on the industry in a way that a game hasn't in a long time, mm-hmm. uh, or any game has. I think there are actually two weird possibilities with this because I've seen uh, they they do weekly um, like showcases, basically of like their tools. I've watched some of them, and it is so in depth. And I know when people take creative things and, like, throw them out to the world, Mm -hmm. uh, people come up with just ridiculousness. Uh, Minecraft, which is a really basic game, people freaking built an emulator to emulate Pokemon in Minecraft. Yeah. Like, the technical skill to do that is unimaginable. Um... When you, especially if you understand what tools you have in Minecraft and how difficult that would be to do when you're basically using a diode with an on-off switch. They literally coded the ones and zeros in blocks. I don't understand. My brain can't fathom that. And when you throw something like that out to the populace, and when I've seen the, the tools of Dreams and how complex and how many options there are, it is basically what Dreams is, is a company built a game engine that's incredibly intuitive and is going to throw it out to the people. Uh, boners. Uh, and the first thing yeah. is, it is VR enabled. Right now. VR has had a major issue 
getting VR has had a major issue getting enough content out there, uh, and this game is immediately making me regret buying a Vive instead of a, a PlayStation VR. Game changing. Uh, it really is for VR. I, I it really yeah. I really think it's going to be, and more importantly than that, I think there's actually a possibility that this game comes out and totally changes the entirety of the industry. Because nothing against regular game developers. That's the, I'm Whoa. not saying I'm, I'm not saying they're they're not talented or anything like that, or they're not creative. But when you take the creativity of the world versus you know the couple maybe what hundred thousand people who make video games on the planet, uh, when you take the creative opportunity of millions and throw that into a game, I think one you are going to end up with either a game mechanics that come out of dreams that no one has thought of that are going to get integrated into large-scale uh, projects, projects yeah. from other companies uh, where you're going to end up with, with AAA games adapting things that maybe someone came up with in Dreams. Or B, and I given this is some Alex Jones-level conspiracy theory bullshit I'm about to spout. And that's and all I the time we have on the Great Lakes game. <laughs> um, I could see this taking over and being such a hit and being able to come up with so many things that this kills some of the gaming industry because because you're not going to be able to play because of the variety that dreams is offering and become because of the things that people are going to be able to do with that you're going to have so many games within dreams that are that are triple a level uh that people that people why would you buy anything else when you when every possible other thing is on that uh i don't think i don't necessarily think that's going to happen but I think this game has that kind of potential. Uh, that's all I really want to say on it, because I said I realize that we are up against it. No, but, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, when I think about big, dreams, ready player one. Mm-hmm. When I think when I think about dreams, I'm super excited for a little thing, which is uh, ever since I heard like the add your own sound effects to whatever. Uh, I gotta say something. I think it was like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I was playing uh, for Japanese PlayStation ones, uh, LST Dream Emulator. And there's something about in different worlds. Well, first off, I love the idea of being able to like make a sandy beach, and then like every time you walk on the sand, you have to hear me going like, <laughs> or something like that. The idea of that, but also how much it fucks with your mind when all of a sudden the movement is connected to the footsteps in such a way that there's a noise to the feet, like an unsettling noise every time you hit the ground, but you have to walk to get places. And there's a lot of mind fuckery that comes with just being able to put whatever noise you want onto whatever. Obviously, this is just a small piece of like what Dreams is letting you do, but I've been so excited about making my own sound effects for something I've created for a long time, Roger, like since that was a thing. I don't, I don't uh, have like the personal creativity mm-hmm. to you, do those things. Even just playing other people's but, weird... But as I said, I have... I have hope for that game in a external way more mm-hmm. than I do have an internal way. I don't think I'm going to be able to pick up that game and enjoy it immediately. Yeah. Uh, and I've mentioned, I don't know if that's going to be like a day one purchase for me. Because I think Dreams is going to be a game that when it comes out, it, it's probably it's going to be good for like creators. But I think after a year's time, mm-hmm. that game is going to have enough variety. Because they've told, they've said, much like Mario Maker, you're going to be able to upload your things. Right. right. Uh, also, you're going to be able to upload, I believe they said, and I could be wrong assets, on this. Assets, right? That your, all of your assets are given to the game automatically. Yeah. So that, so that other people are going to be able to use that those assets. And that sort of level 
I just can't imagine. Yeah. Like I said, I think that game is going to be a game changer in the industry. Uh, it comes out in 2035. Uh, I think it'll be out next year. 2019. You know what's if, the, if that game is 2020, they fucked up. You know what scares me about the no date? Mm-hmm. First off, that would be, now, after they confirmed that it had to be VR, mm-hmm. it'd be like, just so you know, VR definitely PS5. Obviously, it's going to be... I could see them delaying the VR part. Yeah. I, but that aside, I will say, what scares me about the no date on Dreams is that, like, I love Media Molecule, Molecule but some of like, their out-of-context quotes are just like, yeah, I mean, we don't crunch. Crunch is a 90s, 90s thing. And it's like, yeah, good for you, Media Molecule. Then they're like, yeah, no, we just got a lot of bands just at the studio. You know, we're always just jamming. I'm like... All right, me and Malcute, you're scaring me though. Are we gonna get this game done? I don't believe them. We're jamming. I don't they, believe there's a company that doesn't crunch. They have artists jamming. <laughs> They're jamming. All right, we're jamming. They want to jam with you. Ooh, 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 we're jamming. Uh-oh. Well, I will say that almost rapid fire brings us to the end of this sweet podcast. Um, I'd like to take this moment to say. Before we get to the closer for this week, which will be uh, nights, do we need that? You and Roger will especially. That need one's, it. There's only a few extra questions for that me. That mine. All right, we're jumping. The closer is a segment we do each week. Usually, it helps us determine who will be able to close out the podcast in whatever way. We want... Uh, I've actually got a different way to close this week, Cartier. Yeah. I'm tired of leading it to the gods. I have a closing line. I'm done. And I'm going to say it, and it will be over just this week at least, until we have another fucking real closer. Because this week's closer is a little different. It's not to see who ends this podcast, but it is continuing in the series of long shot predictions for the Game Awards. Kyle, did you have something you want to point out on my whiteboard? I don't have a marker. Oh, you don't have a marker. Okay. I thought you were pointing at the, um... Nope. Yeah. <clears throat> no. The image on my whiteboard. Nope. The elephant in the room? Alright! That's an elephant dick. Like I said, this week's closer is more perfect timing. It's more long-shot predictions for the Video Game Awards. Uh, these first six questions are actually just for Kyle and Roger, as me and Cartier actually answered them last week. The first answer is seven. It will not be a number for the first one, I don't think. Oh, no. Well, what if it is that's my answer. So, the Game Awards, starring Jeff Keighley. December 6th. <laughs> the, uh, there are a few questions. I've given you both whiteboards. You are going to give me an answer that, like I said, these first six, me and Cartier already answered. These will be worth one point in the Game Awards prediction special. Uh, for the actual special... We're going to be, I'm going to be answering, probably only one of these questions is going to get asked again when we have a little more context of what's up for the awards, but for the most part, this is separate from the special. These are just extra long shot questions. If you get them right, you'll get one point. My first one. Starting out Mm -hmm. hot. What is going to be the game of the year at the Game Awards? This is the question you will be asked again, late November, right before the Game Awards. It's be just me. Two points. It's you and Roger, actually. The answer is seven. Uh, Whenever you're ready. Uh, 
You know that Kyle's like one of the few people that cheats, and you're just putting your whiteboard right out there. He can cheat. Listen, man, there's like three options, all right? Kyle wasn't cheating until I said it. Damn it. I've ruined you. I can't quit you. Review. Nice. Cool. So... That's says, my answer. Kyle says, okay, good, because the game you put up top doesn't come out until January 29th, so I'm glad that you went. So it'll be, Kyle says penis. Um, helicopter. Penis. I think. It's a penis copter. Is that? Oh, it's a penis copter. Okay. Kyle says penis copter. Uh, with one point on the line. Landing gear. Re- Roger says Red Dead 2. I'd hope. Cartier honestly also said penis copter. Wait, you said penis copter, right? No. You said uh, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. So all the same thing. Specifically. Yes. Well, we're doing this, guys. And then I think I said, I don't know, fucking God of War. I think I said God of War. The second question for both you, Mr. Melville, and you, Mr. Riot. No one has been announced for the Game Awards still right now as far as celebrities. Give me the name of one celebrity appearance that'll happen on stage. A celebrity not from the gaming community. Let me point out, since me and Cartier ironed this out last week, that includes no Elijah Wood, who is announced for, slash, part of Transformers. Norman Reedus... Transformers is already out. Yeah, true. But if Elijah Wood shows up, Mm -hmm. he's like... uh, Transformers just came out. Mm -hmm. No, No Elijah Wood is what I'm saying. No Norman Reedus, he's already announced... Is part of the game. He's part of Death Stranding. It's got to be a non-gaming. Hide that great answer. It's got to be a non-gaming celebrity. You have to see him on stage for one point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put down one, and then you let me know if it's okay. I'll put down another. Okay. I got my answer. And Kyle says, Ben Kingdom Hearts Three Stiller. Ben Stiller is a really good one, actually. Kyle. <laughs> I think it was hard between him and Jerry. Roger Riott said... Uh, I gotta remember his name. Oh, damn. That's rough. That's a rough one. I think Cartier said... Well, I'm gonna wait until he said... Oh, right. Roger Riott said... So you let me know if that first one's okay. Yep. So, obviously, Guillermo del Toro, if Norman Reedus wasn't acceptable, is not acceptable. Good try, though. Is he not acceptable? Because he... Because although, although he, he is, a, is a physical appearance in that game, he's not doing the voice acting for himself. Mm, but no. If you say no, then it's fine. I would say it's he's not famous for video games, but he's just too connected. He's in a video game that is still coming out. You know what I mean? But Kanye, however, on stage Kanye, you're saying. At this point, I wouldn't doubt it. Okay. On uh, stage Kanye. Is that a real person? Jamie Fondue. <laughs> You're gonna make me say the words Jamie Fondue. <laughs> no, it isn't. I said I said Ron Perlman. Cartier said Ron Perlman. And That's fair. Is that a real person? And I said Yeah, you did Hellboy. Alright, remember. Don't remember what I said. Not super important. We'll check the tapes later. I was from oh. Captain America. Who did I say? Oh, I said Aaron Paul, didn't I? Yeah, you said Aaron Paul. Yeah, on stage Aaron Paul. Uh Aaron Lewis. Now to flip the script on you. Still just Kyle and Roger. Still for one point. Long shot predictions. The Game Awards. Seven. Celebrity appearance in the audience. They are not on stage. You see them in the audience of the Game Awards. It can get weirder. Still has to be non-gaming. Same rules as last one. The last one was the on-stage celebrity appearance. In the audience. You picked Ron Perlman for the audience? Yeah, I think I picked Ron Perlman for the audience. It's hard to remember. Because I picked Eminem for the other one. (gasps) 
Yeah, Eminem was. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, Eminem was. Uh, no, I don't know now. Um, don't let him copy that. He's gonna say that's that's, that's, that, that's, that's my boy. Oh my god. <laughs> Kyle, I want to let people know that I would wait for Roger to be done. Um, I need to let people know this great guest. <laughs> you, you you can do it because it's gonna take me a second. Um, oh, wait. In the audience, see, I don't. Uh, is, is there? Can you? No. Can you confirm no there's dick. ever been anyone in the yes. audience? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. What the flower, you fuck? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh. Oh, I remember who I said for this one, too. He said Ron Perlman on stage, Eminem in the audience. I could be remembering that wrong. It could be obviously the opposite. Is that a dick? It's a butterfly. And one point. There's no reason why this should be accurate, but this is what I'm going with. James Woods... In the audience, says Roger. And obviously, if Kyle thinks Ben Stiller is going to be on stage, who else would be in the audience cheering him on? But Jerry Stiller, Ben Stiller's father, uh, star of Seinfeld. You call him a star of Seinfeld? No. Top 13. Uh, I was going to say two and a half men. King of Queens. Jerry Stiller's done a bunch of stuff. That's the only TV shows I think of, though. Oh, wait, can I change my answer? Is it too late? Uh, it's too late, but where are you going right. to change it to? Uh, freaking The Rock. Nice. Rock would have been good. That would have been that would have been the one I would have went. Drake would have been good. I went Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I'm thinking Snoop Dogg is just sitting there. Actually, that's a really good guess. Mm-hmm. Def Jam's not announced yet. So. But if Kanye's there, Snoop Dogg won't be. <laughs> is it one we can do yet? No. There's one more. There's two more for you guys. Quick yes or no. Mm-hmm. Will. Fortnite. Yes. Win an award at the Game Awards. No. Would it come out? No. No. No, no. No, I don't like that that's game. That's two no's. No. And that's, uh, I think, it's it's two yeses. From it's only because picture. I don't like yeah. it. Nice. I feel, I, the only reason I say it is because I feel, I'm, I'm, if I'm wrong and I could be wrong, I feel like Fortnite came out last year. So, the beta. This is, I wouldn't have even told you. I wouldn't have yeah, even told you. Yeah, that's, you're, you're Fortnite right. Fortnite is still not out. Did you know this? When does it come out? Early access forever because it's making money. Oh, then I'm still right because they announced last year yeah. they're not doing early access. Yeah, games. which is true. I I hear you, Roger, but I'm about to say something that might mm-hmm. make you say "son of a bitch" or something like that. Please don't be too loud mm-hmm. for the mic. If you are swayed by this comment, the thing is, uh, PUBG wasn't even out last year when I got nominated for the Goaties, but it did, you mm-hmm. know, begin to be popular last year. But however, there is a category called. Best living game that Overwatch won last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if Fortnite doesn't win living game, I will burn my. Yeah, but as I said, I'm almost 100% panties. positive they announced last year that regardless of the situation, any game that's considered early access or in a beta is not available even if it's a living game. Oh, well, they said that after the Game Awards last year? Yes. Okay. Well, good, because yeah. PUBG as Goaty was kind of a fucking joke. Yeah. Or yeah. nominated for Goaty. Yeah. Uh, I still stand by it. Mm-hmm. Fortnite, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> What's the other one? Oh, this is for everybody. From Roger Riot earlier today. Mm-hmm. Pre-show and actual Game Awards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many... Heck, you can just say that day. I don't know. It doesn't even no, matter, no, no, man. No, 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 no. It gets harder. No, uh, no. This is for me. Yeah. <laughs> there needs to be set lines for when we stop mm-hmm. counting the announcements. 
It's got to be during the Game Awards or during the pre-show for the Game Awards. I have to see it in are video. We, are we counting indie games? Like, if they show off, like, 30 back-to-back indie games, is that... We are counting any game that, previous to the Game Awards, had not been announced. Okay. What? Do you have a pen? What's the question? Same with you, Kaji? How many games are going to be announced? Oh, is this for both of us? Yes, for all four of us. How many games are going to be announced? How many games announced? Between the pre-show, between... Are we counting remasters? Yeah, because the remaster wasn't announced before. Yes. So Bayonetta 1, 2, and 3 would have counted as three games last year. And... This market sucks, Cartier. Yeah, it does. And review. That's a nice elephant. <laughs> Roger said eight, three, and three of them will be AAA games. I said nine. Carter said nine. Kyle said four. H. Oh. <laughs> Kyle popped a quick H on there just to mark, make sure everyone knows his Hornets. Uh, and then I also said four. I think it's four new game announcements, even though I just said that there was three from Reggie fils last year. <laughs> With that being said, uh, I bet you guys think that that is all the questions. But there's one final question today. Thanks, dude. I don't have a marker. Oh, damn it. In my house. Uh, (laughs) Will, the trailer that was leaked for Harry Potter be officially released during the the Game Awards? Whether that also, once again, same as last time, pre-show... Or main okay. show has to be on the video of the game awards. I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna ask for clarification. I want you to think real hard about how you worded that, because that's remind gonna me how I worded it. Remind me how I worded it. You said, and I quote, "Is the trailer that leaked going to be shown?" Oh, oh, I thought very hard about that. All Is right. the exact leaked trailer going to be shown? Good point, Roger. It's such a shittily asked question. Will Harry Potter be one of the game announced at the Game Awards? I'm sorry, I'm changing it on the fly. It's just cleaner. Will Harry Potter RPG be officially announced at the Game Awards? That changes my answer. I, I'm glad I changed it. Yeah, it's just, it just it makes more sense. Cartier, what'd you say? I'm going to say yeah, but you stole my marker, so yeah. I'm sorry. I said yes as well. Yes. Roger said yes, and Kyle said? Looks like a yeah. It looks like a yes. Said yes. You have one more question to ask them, then. Yeah, baby. This one's just for Roger and Kyle. <laughs> just a simple yes or no on this one as well. No, wait. Yeah. It was a yes or no question. Right? Oh, yeah, it was a yes yeah. or no question because I got specific mm. with it. Will. Announced, right? Has to be announced. Or just shown. Will it be there? Yeah. Will we see at the Game Awards, in the pre-show, or in the main show, Skate 4? No. Oh, no. You have another one for him, then. Oh, fuck. Okay, cool. What was that drop? I don't know. My balls. Oh. Yes or no, Kyle? (laughs) No. 
The funny thing about that drop is, last week when I asked that question that intensely, I dropped something, and it hit the table hard, it was audible for the people at home, and we felt the ghost of you a week later, dropping that, and that's why me and Cartier both said yes. Skate 4 will be at the Game Awards. No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all opinions, guys. It's really not. I can say yes as confidently as you say no, right? How, How many testicles do I have to bet? Listen, how many do you have? <laughs> I, <don't wanna laughs> I got an extra one to throw around. Right here, let me real quick check. How many times? Oh, you... it's not how many, it's will it happen. I'm, one more yes or no question. Thank mm-hmm. you, Kyle. Thank you, Nick. This is for Kyle and Roger. Will. Yes. Joseph Ferris make physical contact with Jeff Keeley. During any part of this year's Game Awards. Who's Joseph Ferris? Yes. Was that the dude from last year who flipped out? Can I say yeah? Yeah, Yeah, that guy? Okay. Uh, Yes. No. Because I don't think he's going to be there. I don't think he'll be invited back. What did you say? Yes. Roger says no. Kyle says yes. Cartier said yes with specifically... It was either 9 or 13 times. 9 times, yeah. And I answered, never again will Joseph Ferris ever come into physical contact with Jeff Keeley. Can... The bodyguards will stop him. Uh, no, um... It's real. His bodyguard's name is Ivan. He's a great guy here. Uh, Oh, wow. That's not true. Um, if it is... I'm really impressed with myself. I mean, Can I quickly, before we end this, yeah. make a side bet with, with Cartier? Oh, oh shit. I'm uh, hot to trot yeah. for this. Uh, side bet for Cartier, I, we can put stakes on it at a later time if you want. Just whoever's closest, by the end of 2019, so I know it's a year, all right, what are going to be the sales for Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and... Uh, no, we'll just do Let's Go. You can pick it. Just pick one of the one of the games, Eevee or Pikachu. Which one do you want to go with? Uh, Eevee. Eevee. Okay. <laughs> Sales of Pokemon Eevee at the end of 2019. Whoever's e- closest wins the bet. Whoa, that's t- terrible. I will give you. I will give you a heads up. Are we saying sales or copies? Copies. Copies. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Copies sold. Units. Uh, Units sold. Uh, I'll also give you a, a, a rough idea. Normally after a year, they have at least 60% of their lifetime out. Uh, I looked that up before I came. So uh, every year they'll have about 60% wow. of their lifetime Jeez. out. Seems a little prepared for this bet. Seems a little, seems a little slighted. So, Do you accept this bet? Yeah. All right. Stakes. We're men. We bet. What's stakes? stakes? Oh, yeah. Hey, you two can set the stakes if you want. No, I'm good. Mm. I don't like steak. Mm. Delicious steak. That's a lie. I like steak. Mm-hmm. Oh, just man. I don't care so much. I definitely don't know steaks, but steaks at a later time. That's 13? Fine. Million? What? Huh? Dollars. Sales? Dollars. Units. $13. Let's Go Luna? Is that what we're talking about? Yes. The new PBS show, Let's Go Luna? $13. All right. Are you guys writing it down? Are you saying it at the same time? Uh, however you want to do it. I mean, I, yeah. Roger, Ria, uh, can I we say We write this? down. Okay. Yeah, just yeah. do it in millions. Just write a number, but we'll assume it's in millions. You don't have to write all the zeros out. Okay. Uh, unless you think it's going to sell less than that, and that would be... I don't believe that Cartier is going to say that, so... 
current highest selling game? <laughs> Maybe 11? 11 million right now? I think it's actually like the 20s. Is it Breath of the Wild or is it maybe Mario? I'm not quite sure. It's probably technically Mario Kart 8. Probably 72. Who will win? It's going to take one whole year to find out. No big deal. Remember this, Kyle. Remember this bet. I probably won't. I'm going to remind you about it every month. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Reveal. I was going to put 3.5. I put 5 oh, mil on the highball on that. Oh, snap. 3.5 from Roger Ria. I, I was going to put 3.5. 5, 5 mil from Nicholas Cartier. Controversial. 72 million. As we wait one whole year. Can I actually say I thought this was going to be a gotcha question, and I and with his answer, I don't think it's a gotcha question. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I thought for sure I'm he was going to put down like 10. This reminds me that we should have made the stakes no. beforehand, because... Uh, Listen, you brought this to the table, Roger. Mm. That maybe that was, and I was like, oh no, Roger's got the advantage. I'm afraid for you right now. 3.5 and 5 million. That's only for the one copy, though. That's the thing. Ah, oh, good point. But still. Kyle, you want to get on this bet? No. <laughs> That's great, because we are Great Lakes Gaming, the Great Lakes Gaming podcast. <laughs> uh, you can find the whole archive of us at litmitmedia.fireside.fm. That's L I T M I T. M-E-D-I-A.Fireside.FM uh, If you're listening to us on Fireside and you're like, Dan, I'm on the go, baby. I'm like, listen, baby, this is how you gotta listen to us then. There's so many options with Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, the Google Play Store. Any weird app that you like to listen to podcasts on already, we're on there probably because iTunes feeds them all. That's the super Illuminati thing you didn't know about podcasts. <laughs> iTunes feeds your fucking Castro. It feeds your fucking Podbean. Podbean. That's actually litmitmedia at gmail.com is where you can send all fan art of Roger and Nick staring intently into each other's eyes. Um, any custom penis art, send it to me. Any custom penis art to Kyle. Uh, and it's not sexual, remember, it's about art. Uh, I'd like to thank Nicholas Cartier for drawing an elephant today. It says, fuck off, Carl. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank Roger, Nick, and Carl for being here today. And <laughs> as we close today, uh, we have no closer. Oh, you leave her alone. <laughs> so, all I would like to say is um, thanks for listening. Thanks for continually listening, if you're someone who is continually listening. And uh, I guess make it a great day or not. The choice is yours.